Welcome to The Athletic Mind, your go-to podcast for maximizing your mental game. I'm your host, Taylor Cook, a mental performance coach and a former professional hockey goalie. Join me for open conversations about mental health, mindset, and performance. Whether you're an athlete or coach, you'll discover a wealth of tools, resources, and insights designed to transform the way you play and lead. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind. I'm your host, Taylor Cook, former U Sports and professional hockey goalie, now working as a mental performance coach for athletes and coaches who are looking to elevate and transform their game, both on the ice, in the field, on the court, and just in life in general. I hope that you had an opportunity to listen to last week's episode, which was taken from the Ringside Rundown podcast, where I was interviewed by Chris Sinclair about my hockey journey. And I really need to commend Chris. Like he does such a great job with this podcast and and highlighting the stories of current and former female hockey players and We have some plans moving forward together. So if you haven't already heard, Chris and I are going to be doing a monthly episode for his podcast where I'm going to be joining him talking about some specific mental training topics around confidence, performance pressure, motivation. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to, you know, make a bigger impact than what I'm already working on doing here with this podcast. So If you haven't already given it a listen, go to the Ringside Rundown podcast. He's got some really great episodes with some awesome, awesome gals. So yes, go and check that out. And before getting into the episode, of course, we have our standard pregame warm-up speech here. So as always, if you have not yet left a rating or a review for the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you just took two minutes out of your time now. So pause the episode, go to Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts or wherever that you're listening to this, go to the show and leave an honest rating review. Uh, This is really what helps the podcast grow and reach new people that are in the same boat as you. They're looking to improve their mental game so it can impact their physical one. Or alternatively, if you feel that this podcast is of value to you or it's made an impact in your life in one way or another, I always appreciate getting those really nice DMs that, you know, this uh, this episode or the podcast has helped you make a change or a shift. And yeah, those are always really great to see. And I absolutely love to share them uh, with other people as well. But moving on, if you haven't already followed along on social media, make sure to do that this week, uh, working on being a little bit more active and trying to engage with listeners there. Uh, usually right now, it's just through like stories, um, lots on the go. So I honestly don't have time in terms of like making content right now. Uh, hopefully that will change in the near future though. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, on Instagram at TaylorBCook underscore, or you can connect on LinkedIn or any of those uh, other social media platforms. And lastly, if you are an athlete and you want to step up your game, or if you're a coach and you're trying to improve the experience that you're providing for your athletes, if you're interested to learn more about one-on-one coaching or what mental performance coaching actually is, 
feel free to go to my website, www.tailored-minds.com. You can book a free consultation there. You can have all your questions answered and obviously gives uh, me an opportunity to get to know you a little bit more as well, which I'm always really, really excited about. So all of that being said, let's dive right into the episode. And today is kind of an interesting one, um, mainly because, you know, in a lot of places, it's almost playoff time. So you really have to like double down, hit sixth gear and just grind, grind, grind. And part of that process is about having a winning mindset. So today we're going to be talking about how exactly do you go about building a winning mindset? And of course, it's always great to start off with a little bit of a definition to get a little more insight. So, you know, what exactly is mindset? Well, mindset in sports uh, is basically just a set of mental attitudes that shape an athlete's interpretation and response to various situations. So when we're talking about mindset, there's two main types of mindsets in particular. So we have a fixed mindset and we have a growth mindset. And this was coined by Dr. Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset. If you haven't read that book yet, highly recommend. It's a really, really insightful book. And it kind of simplifies everything, how the the brain and the mind impact everything else that we do. Go check it out. You can get it easily on Amazon or something like this or on Kindle books. Anyway, let's break down what these two things actually are. So a fixed mindset is the belief that your intelligence, your talents, and any other abilities that you have, these are set in stone. So you believe that you're basically born with a particular set of skills and you can't change them, you can't improve them. You have a very set viewpoint on this. And so uh, if you have a fixed mindset, you're likely going to fear that you may not be smart enough or you might not be talented enough to achieve some of the goals that you have for yourself. Whereas in a growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. So brains and talent are just starting points. So you're able to over time develop those skills even further and hit like a mastery point. Right. So this view creates a love of learning and a resilience that's essential in order to go and achieve some of those great and audacious goals that we have as athletes. And part of a winning mindset is, of course, having a base of a growth mindset. So how do we actually cultivate a growth mindset? Well, the process of this really starts within which shouldn't come as a surprise because it's our beliefs that impact our thoughts, our thoughts that impact our emotions. Our emotions will ultimately impact our physiology or like how we're showing up physically, which of course is going to impact performance, how it is that we're playing and how we're playing is going to impact that overall result. Really, it comes down to starting within and starting with you. But an article from the Association of Applied Sports Psychology titled Revisiting Growth Mindset as a Core Capacity of Sports Psychology 
provided a really great example to demonstrate the power that our language has and how we choose to perceive our circumstances. And yes, how we choose to perceive our circumstances is exactly what I meant. That is a choice. We have choices in all of these areas. So yeah, the, the excerpt I wanted to take from here is, is the weight too heavy to lift or will the weight take all of one's strength to move? Is the team across town too good to beat or will it take a coordinated team effort to win? There's a difference between a challenge being difficult and impossible. Impossible is a statement of finality. Difficult when one is equipped with a growth mindset is just the beginning. And I really like this because it paints such a clear and vivid picture of the difference in a fixed versus a growth mindset, in my opinion. The way I try to talk about mindset is like thinking of your mindset as a filter through which you see the entire world. When we have a fixed mindset or a negative mindset, then athletes will have a tendency to see things as out of their control, impossible to change, and they actually have a fear of what those results will be. But if you have a growth mindset or a positive mindset filter, then you see those same situations in a very different light. So suddenly the impossible becomes possible. Yes, still challenging, but it feels like it's much more in your control and like you can actually make an impact here. So instead of seeing this as I can't do this, this is like, I've got this kind of energy. And so that was really like a very clear way, in my opinion, of being able to effectively demonstrate the difference between a growth and a fixed mindset. Part of a growth mindset is the ability to embrace mistakes and start to look at them as opportunities. And I know for athletes, this is really tough because when you make a mistake, we have high standards. Our coaches have high standards. So when we fail to meet them, we're very, very critical of ourselves. But it's really important to remember that sports are not perfect, never have been, never will be, okay? It's an industry of mistakes. So this is really an integral part of every athlete's journey because if you want to get better at something, it's all about putting in the reps. Repetition, repetition, repetition. And if you think about a particular skill that you have, Let's say, for example, um, you're, you're really great at stick handling if you're a hockey player. The first time that you stepped on the ice, I can guarantee you that that is not something that was in your skill set right away. It takes time and practice for those things to get better and better. And it's the same exact thing with mindset too. We really have to work at it if we want that to improve as well. The only difference here is it's not necessarily something that we can physically see. However, it is something that we can actually feel within our bodies. And then over time, we can start to see how we're showing up differently, the attitude that we bring, the work ethic that we have, all of these things are a result of the mindset that we bring to the table. And so knowing that mistakes are going to happen is important. 
but it's even more important to acknowledge when you make those mistakes, no matter how big or small. And the reason I say this is because you can't really get the growth opportunity if you're not willing to acknowledge the fact that you've made a mistake in the first place. So if there's a problem, we have to be able to fix it, but we can't fix it if we don't know that there is a problem in the first place. And so many athletes tend to fear making mistakes. Now, whether this is you know due to their high standards of their coach, some high standards that they may have self-imposed or Maybe they even just had a, a bad experience with a coach or a teammate when they made a mistake. And now it's kind of conditioned them to feel like if they make a mistake, something bad is going to happen as a result. Okay, very understandable. A lot of these things happen for a lot of athletes. However, fearing making mistakes is not going to help you perform at your best. Actually, it's the opposite. Because if we're constantly playing out of fear, then we're operating out of a very poor mindset, which means that it's going to be harder for us to make smart decisions. It's going to be more difficult for us to execute on some of these physical skills. And I relate this to, you know, trying to pass or shoot, because if you're gripping that stick too tight, and your muscles are really tense the whole time, you're not going to have a smooth flow when trying to execute on any sort of skill. And that's exactly how your body is reacting when you have this constant fear in the back of your mind that I can't make a mistake. So the key to this is really how you respond to making those mistakes and also how you learn from those mistakes. Okay, there's a reason that people say, you know, you learn more from losing than you do winning. And that's because it's in the losses where majority of those mistakes will happen. And that's the biggest opportunity for you to grow as an athlete, as a team, as a coach, right? So, so in order to have this winning mindset, to build a winning mindset, you must have a growth mindset. And so this is crucial. Athletes, you have to have a growth mindset if you want to be the best athlete that you can be. If you have ambitions to make it pro, to make it to the next level at university, to make the next school team, whatever those ambitions are, you have to try to work on cultivating that growth mindset because your mindset allows you to make the most of your performance because you're not playing with your head in the sand anymore. And you're not trying to avoid talking about making mistakes or trying to forget that you made them and just moving on, but rather you're intentionally taking time to identify what the mistake is to see what you could have or should have done differently and to just learn from that. Like, how is it that I can learn from this mistake and grow moving forward? Because once you start to develop that skill and that habit of, okay, yes, I made a mistake. It's fine. What did I do wrong? How can I fix this? Or what should I have done instead? Okay, now let's kind of put that in the bank mentally 
So moving forward, I can work on developing that skill or I can have this mistake to reflect back on to maybe remind me in a similar future event that maybe this isn't the best decision or something along those lines. And so part of building a winning mindset is being able to build other skills as well. So one outside of a growth mindset is being able to be a resilient athlete and to overcome adversity. So of course, the growth mindset is part of the puzzle here in building resilience and having the ability to withstand adversity and to be able to bounce back from challenges. Because you're looking at things from a different perspective. You're not sitting in self-pity village population of one thinking, oh, why did this happen to me? This wasn't my fault or pointing fingers at other people and saying like, well, I can't do this because of X, Y, Z, right? Because if you have a growth mindset, you're thinking, okay, this setback is exactly what it is. It's, it's just a setback that I've endured worse things before. I am more than capable of being able to work through this and make that comeback. So this isn't just helpful in terms of, you know, making a mistake on the ice or on the court or during practice or a game, but this is about being able to turn setbacks into comebacks. So, you know, outside of making mistakes, this can also be related to injuries, uh, change in your playing time, being traded to a new team, maybe being cut from a team, right? There's so many different types of adversity that have to be overcome because we're human first, right? Like uh, we all have lives outside of sport. It just so happens that our life mainly revolves around sport and that's totally fine. So if I'm going to take some of my, my own examples from my own sports journey, you know, I can talk about how, when I was 14, I all of a sudden told my mom, um, I don't really want to play hockey anymore. And so she was like, Okay, but just so you know, like if you're not going to be going to tryouts in the summer and you decide that you want to play after all, you're likely not going to be able to play on the team that you should be playing on. You'll probably get pushed down to a younger team or you'll have to uh, go somewhere else. And so, you know, I decided, no, I, I don't want to play. And of course, my mom, she knew the all knowing. Um, when I wanted to go back and play, she said, okay, well, you can go to tryouts, but you know, we don't know what's going to happen now because you weren't at any of the summer training, which, you know, of course could potentially show like a lack of commitment and, and all these other things that uh, I can get into on a, on a later date. But all in all, I ended up getting cut from that team that I wanted to be on. I had to play to a lower division as a result um, and eventually I ended up having to completely switch organizations because there was no way for me to continue moving forward, uh, in the organization that I was in. Right. So I could have, you know, looked at that whole experience as like, I'm not good enough to play at the highest level during that, you know, time and in that age bracket. But I just said, you know, like, 
it is what it is. Um, I love playing. I'm going to keep playing. And yeah, like I said, I, I ended up having to make the decision and the choice to go outside to a different organization to continue improving and playing at a higher level. And if I were to share another personal example, I can also talk about the multiple knee injuries that I've had. For those who don't know, I have dislocated my knee four times and I've had to have an MCL reconstructive surgery uh, when I was living in Norway in 2021. And of course, going into a major surgery like that as a goalie who was, I believe, maybe 27 at the time, I could have thought, well, like that's the end of my career. So, um, you know, by hockey, I could have been really upset and kind of gone into like a mini depression or something like this, but that never once crossed my mind. And I'm a hundred percent convinced that this is because I was going through mental training during that time. And I made sure that I was applying a lot of the strategies that I was taught specifically for improving in the game and being able to improve my skill set, but I applied them outside of the rink and I applied it to my rehab journey instead. And honestly, one of the best things that I could have done, I was in a pretty great mindset throughout the entire, I think it was seven or eight months rehab journey or something like this. And yeah, like it would have been so easy for me to sit back and say, well, this is my knee. I'm a goalie. It's probably the end of my career. So poor me and, you know, kind of gone down that self-pity and, and pulled back into a more like a fixed mindset. But I made the choice to stay in that growth mindset and to tell myself and have a strong self-belief that no matter what, I'm going to get back to that level. I'm going to get back and I'm going to play pro still. And that's exactly what I did. Although it took me a little bit you know, longer than I would have normally uh, anticipated just because of moving. But either way, like I did what I said I was going to do. And honestly, really proud of that. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. Yes. Uh, growth mindset, building resiliency, being able to overcome adversity, all very, very important in building a winning mindset. Now, I'd like to leave a few mental tools to help you with cultivating a growth mindset that I think are really, really important. So hopefully you can take this and apply it uh, in your own game, in your own practice, and improve your mindset. And yes, yeah, so first one I think is really important is your positive self-talk. And this is so underrated, in my opinion, because this is one of the most simple things that you can do. And it has such a big impact because 
you're not necessarily with other people all the time, but the person you are with all the time is you. We have over 60,000 thoughts a day. If we're talking negatively to ourselves all the time, like how do you think that that's going to impact you overall as a person? Pretty significantly. And so how we talk to ourselves is really important because it's so easy for athletes to be critical of themselves and of their performance, which will lead to that negative self-talk. And so oftentimes when I'm working with athletes, I ask them, you know, would you ever speak to your teammate or to your coach or to a friend the way that you're speaking to yourself? Whether that's after you've made a mistake or after a game, you feel like you haven't played well. Almost every answer that I get is no, which tells me that you're talking to yourself in a way that is not helpful and is not going to get you from where you're at now to the goal that you want to be at. And so if you're constantly putting yourself down, you're constantly criticizing your performance without any sort of plan to like use that intel to improve yourself moving forward, you're absolutely just killing your confidence and motivation and ultimately your ability to perform at your very best. Just taking notes mentally, even on your phone of how you're talking to yourself is really important because once you're able to see where those negative thoughts are coming up, you can start to identify patterns. And when the patterns are emerging, that's when it's time to find a solution for it. Number two is just some tips to help you as an athlete stay focused during tough times, because it's inevitable. Tough times are going to happen, whether that's, you know, a, a personal matter, whether that's an injury, whether that's scoring slump, here are a few tips to help you stay focused during these moments. So one would be to either set, if you haven't already set some goals or to, or, or to reconnect with your short-term goals. This is a way to kind of plug in to that motivational piece. So why am I doing all of these things? Why do I continue to push even when times are tough? Because I love the game and that's what's most important to me. Make some, make some time to reconnect with those short-term goals because they're the most immediate. That makes it a little bit easier for you to work towards. And if you haven't set goals, uh, I do have a whole episode on how to properly set goals. Go give that a listen if you're interested and set yourself some goals. Next tip that I have is to break challenges into more manageable steps. So what do I mean by this? Well, when we have a challenge or an obstacle that comes up, and sometimes they can be pretty big and overwhelming. And when you look at that as one whole, that's when it can kind of start to trigger anxiety, a lot of overwhelm, maybe some stress. Take a moment to just have a deep breath. Take a step back and just try to be first in the present moment. So we can just try to calm down a little bit. Because when we're looking into the future and trying to figure out how are we going to solve this problem, it puts our brain into overdrive. And if you're looking at this problem as a whole, 
it's going to make it even worse. So try to figure out a way that you can break down that obstacle or that challenge into smaller bite-sized pieces. So for example, um, that could be just taking the first step towards being able to resolve that problem. So maybe that's, you know, having to have a, a conversation with your coach, for example. Okay. That's shouldn't be too, too difficult, right? So have some time to prep and plan and, and get ready for this discussion with your coach. And then once that's over, it's okay. okay we've checked that one off. So what's the next step then? Uh, so breaking down those challenges to be a little bit more manageable is going to be super helpful in the long run. And of course, maintaining a positive perspective. So again, coming back to that growth mindset, how is it that I can reframe the way that I'm looking at this? So if you're the kind of person who maybe does tend to have a more negative view of something, uh, try to challenge yourself. Just a little exercise in challenging your own perspective on that situation. Like, how could this be perceived differently? And maybe it's difficult for you at first. Maybe this is also something that you can work on with a teammate who you know has maybe a, a more optimistic and positive outlook. You can say, hey, like, how would you perceive this? Like, how can I kind of start to reframe the way that I'm initially viewing some of these situations? And of course, other practical strategies for building a winning mindset here. So goal setting, of course, very important. I've already kind of mentioned this a little bit in terms of like tips to stay focused during some tough times, but overall as a strategy to build a winning mindset, goal setting is really important, right? So we have to be setting long-term and short-term goals. And the way that I like to do my goal setting is to have one long-term goal. So if I'm doing something for hockey, for example, I have a long-term goal for hockey and then I try to break that down into short-term goals. So more short-term goals, maybe three roughly. And then I'll have some milestones that let me know when I'm on, like that I'm, I'm making progress and I'm staying on track. And even from there, with my short-term goals, I create more like weekly goals to try to accomplish. So being a little bit more intentional with the things I'm doing week in and week out or when, even when I was in like school or when I was still playing, it was like, what is it that I'm focusing on this practice? What is it that I want to try to improve on? So this will help you to stay on track and working towards your goals and staying like focused on the process more than anything, rather than focusing on the results so heavily. And of course, by doing this, like this is going to help maintain your motivation and your focus, because when you do come up against tough times, you can take the time to reconnect to this and say, okay, like this is why I'm doing this. Even if maybe it doesn't feel so great right now, I know in the long run that's going to change. And I have a passion for doing what it is that I'm doing. So reconnecting with those will help you to maintain and regain that motivation and that focus. And another one I love this. I love this so much is visualization. This is such a great practice to help prepare for competitions. I mean, this is a, such a great practice for a lot of areas in life. I'm not going to lie. Um, but this is something that I used to do before every game that I was going out on the ice for. 
And so there's research that shows visualization greatly enhances the speed of learning and the stability of that learning over time. So basically when you're visualizing, what you're doing is like making everything more real to your body. And so I'm pretty sure Huberman Lab has an episode about this too, which would be also a good listen. I'm not sure which one it is. However, there's like a misconception that uh, visualization can substitute real world experience. However, that's not the case. So the recommendation is to pair visualization with real world experience to get the best results. Uh, Personally, I actually did visualization when I was going through my injury rehab. And obviously, I don't know scientifically the results of what that was, but I felt like it had a really huge impact on keeping me in a really positive mindset and like just kind of encouraging my body to heal itself. Maybe that sounds super woo-woo. I'm not sure. But I used to visualize like my ligaments repairing themselves when I was going through rehab for my knee surgery. Only two more here that go into building a winning mindset. So mindfulness meditation practices. These are really great because they allow athletes to enhance their focus, to manage stress, and improve their overall mental clarity. Can't get any better than that. Uh, We all know that life outside the rink or outside of the sport does not stay separate from the sport. As much as we want to drop it at the door, that's not how it works. Sorry, coaches. I hate to break it to you, but um, your athletes are humans. You're human. Everything that happens outside is going to impact how you're showing up too. That's, that's just a fact. Of course, if you have built up some strategies to help you stay focused and to really drive your energy in a particular way, then of course, you're going to be able to work with that adversity. However, um, yes, mindfulness meditation practices, really, really important. So taking some mindful minutes or maybe doing some breathing exercises to start the day. You can also add mindfulness or meditation to your pregame routine. Like I said, this is something that I used to do. And you can also even incorporate it into your evening routine to kind of help calm the mind and the body before going to sleep. Something I also frequently do as well, just because we all know how much sleep impacts performance. And uh, even as a retired athlete, my sleep is super important to me and your sleep should be important to you too. And lastly is self-compassion. I don't think many people think that this would be on this list. However, I feel like it's really important uh, just because it's so easy for athletes to be highly critical of themselves. Like I've said many times before, uh, especially if we're falling short of our own expectations, like this really just comes with the territory of being an athlete because we have high standards that are, you know, either set for us or eventually are set by us. And yeah, sports is a really results oriented industry. So it can be really challenging to separate yourself from those results. And in doing so, it can just really kind of corrode uh, your self-worth and self-value, which is not good. So instead of beating yourself up in these moments, athletes, remember you're first and foremost a human, right? Mistakes are going to happen. And even if you have a great performance, 
it doesn't guarantee you a win. And if you're constantly letting those results impact you internally, like you're internalizing those results, it's not going to end well. So show some compassion for yourself. Love yourself. You are very valuable and very worthy as a person before an athlete. And even as an athlete, you bring a lot of value to the table as well. You are worth everything. Okay. So to recap, part of what goes into building a winning mindset is starting with the growth mindset because your beliefs impact your thoughts, which impact your emotions, your physiology, then your performance, and ultimately will impact your results. So working on cultivating that growth mindset is numero uno. Being able to embrace mistakes and start to view them as opportunities. This is also very, very important. Resilience and being able to overcome adversity. Also very important in terms of a winning mindset because if every small challenge is a setback and you let it be a setback, it's going to be a really long journey to get to where you're going. And just some of the mental tools to recap is the positive self-talk, reconnecting with short-term goals, breaking down challenges to be more manageable, having a positive perspective, and getting into goal-setting, visualization, mindfulness meditation practices, and cherry on top is self-compassion. So I hope that this episode was of value to you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would be so kind to leave a rating and a review or to share on social media with an athlete or a coach that you love, I would be deeply appreciative. And moving forward, we're going to be heading into March. I'm hoping to bring some really awesome female guests onto the podcast. So make sure to stay tuned for that. And I'll